0: We're back. Welcome to episode thirteen of Dom's. That's true. I'm a uh, relaxed man. I'm feeling a little, a little more calm, a little more in control. I'm back in my apartment. I've got my three monitors rocking. I've got, I've got the audio controls. I think we got Owen's mic problems fixed. We've got mic, mic problems fixed. I hope so. I was too quiet. You were blown out. But I'm Truman Steen. <laughs> that's Owen Dom. How how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing
1: great. How was your flight, my guy?
0: Ah, you know, I, well, no, no flight, but just drive.
1: But oh, you, know, you had to drive. Oh, I forgot.
0: Well, it's safer right now, and you know, I stopped in Kansas for pheasant hunting season, and then I oh, went that's to how it, that works. Just drove through. Yeah, smart. Some, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was nice. Um, right. but yeah, I'm just kind of cruising. I'm happy to for be back. cruising. Cruising for a bruising. We're cruising on to episode 13. Welcome into Dom. That's true, of course. I don't know if I've already said it. I'm Trimacine, uh Found on twitch.tv slash steam machine. Same on Twitter. Owen. Dom. Domination7. Found on, twi- uh, on Twitch at that n- name. Owen oh, gosh Domin on Twitter. Very handsome, yep. very single Thank you. ladies. Thank you. Ooh. He's looking very hot.
1: Very damn. Oh,
0: very handsome. That's right. Normally I just say a little handsome. Very handsome all a sudden. Thank same. you. I
1: appreciate that. My very sister cut my nice. hair and it actually looks really good. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's
1: not it's not terrible. It's not bad. No, I know. It's it's actually pretty decent. We've so gotten a I few was a little compliments. Bit surprised myself.
0: In the past we've gotten a few compliments about her hair on here, but nonetheless, that's enough hair talk. Let's get into the sports talk. That's why we're here. Uh, Yes, sir. So, of course, you saw the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-24 this weekend. Mahomes went crazy in the first half, kind of cooled off in the second half there, but they did end up holding on. Uh, The question I want to kind of pose to you here is that a few things seem very sure right now, or pretty sure. They're not concrete. Nothing's ever concrete in the sports world when it comes to these things. But there's about three things that seem very possible to happen. Number one is a playoff berth. They are ten and one. Uh, well, and this and this wraps into the let's wrap it into the other one, which the other one I'm pretty sure of is an AFC West title. Those are my yep. first two things I'm very sure of. They're ten and one. Uh, the Raiders is six and five. There's five games remaining. So if the Chiefs lost out, the Raiders won out. That puts the Raiders at eleven and five. Chiefs at ten and six. Then the Raiders, I believe, win the division. The Chiefs are at the possibility of missing the playoffs at that point. Uh, nobody thinks that's going to happen. There's, you know, uh, I think I think their hardest challenge uh, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that were remaining on the schedule after the bye week, and we're past that. Yeah, so, especially
1: with no Drew Brees.
0: Especially no Drew Brees. Um, so, Chiefs are 10-1, Raiders 6-5. and 5, That's the closest threat for the division. Um, I don't even think the Broncos can win anymore, and the Chargers definitely can't. Um, yeah, that's true. And if the Broncos don't get a quarterback and have to keep playing practice – Practice squad wide receivers on their on their on their team as their starting quarterback. They're not going to be able to keep it going. But so the three things. Sorry, playoff berth, AFC West title, and MVP for Mahomes. So I want to ask to you which which of these is the least concrete right now? Even though we might have already answered this question.
1: Yeah, I I think you have to go with MVP. I mean, the other two just seem so assured. I just don't. Andy Reid in his tenure. Uh, with the Chiefs hasn't lost five games in a row uh, He hasn't even lost Five games that many times um, I think he's lost five games Twice with the Chiefs uh, the, the other records mainly Being um, Well I guess he had lost five games multiple times Sorry but yeah. he hasn't only won Ten games more than uh, I believe I think once. it's only the once I think they went yeah, 9-7 the other... and missed
0: the playoffs Either his second or third year It was a weird year and right. sometimes ninety-seven gets you in the playoffs, so it's just kind of right. unfortunate. Game. Yeah,
1: but I just feel like the only one that could possibly be taken from him right now at this point is the MVP. And if that's just if he you know pulls a Russell Wilson and just starts throwing a whole bunch of picks, right? But right. That's and then question. all the other quarterbacks in contention just seem to be falling off a cliff for no reason, and Mahomes is just staying steady.
0: Outside of Aaron Rodgers. I would say Aaron Rodgers is the biggest threat right now. Of course, he's got 33 right. touchdowns. Mahomes Mahomes has 30, and he's only thrown two more interceptions. And Mahomes is, only, I mean, he's you know, Mahomes has thrown two interceptions, but Rodgers has only thrown four. You know, this is one of these things where if we weren't seeing a historic inter- touchdown interception ratio from uh, season for Mahomes, it would be a lot more talk about. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' touchdown to interception yeah. ratio, because that's a pretty insane touchdown to interception ratio. Well,
1: and the funny thing is that Rodgers might be succumbing to the LeBron James effect, where these are the kind of touchdown to interception ratios that Rodgers has been putting up pretty consistently throughout his career. But his team doesn't always have the best record. Well, he went thirteen and three last year, but there were a couple teams that went fourteen and two, so he didn't get too much accolades for that. And right. Rodgers has. Just also already has a just historically high touchdown interception, so I think we might be falling into the caveat of somebody else is doing it and it's new, so Rodgers might get overlooked.
0: Uh, somewhat. Uh, like I said, Mahomes is on a historic pace. This is the best one we've ever seen. Fifteen to one's never been done in a season. There was fourteen to one when I think Tom Brady went twenty-eight and two. I think it was tw- Tom Brady, a little bit ago. Yeah, but we've never seen it quite like this at a volume of passing. Obviously. There's always the caveat that, of course, it always gets easier to pass in this league. The offense gets easier. The offense has a lot more penalties, whatever. But, yeah, I think I think f- as far as that goes, I think Aaron Rodgers is your close second. But I think the issue with Aaron Rodgers is that we all know that the MVP really isn't a team award. Right? I mean, it really isn't just an individual award. It's also right. a team award, unless you're yeah. doing stuff, his- historic stuff. But it's hard to do historic stuff and not have a good team. That's why, right. It's generally a team award. So the thing is, is, that the Chiefs are ten and one, but the but the Packers have had three games where Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers looked like shit, and they've lost three times. They're eight and three, right? And even even in Mahomes' loss, he didn't look like shit. He's looked like shit in a few games. Don't get me wrong, but they didn't lose him. right? So the key is when but you have even those in games. The, I would take
1: Mahomes' worst game over, like I don't know, uh, uh, oh. A uh, Nick Mullins' best game, some you know, these quarterbacks that are I mean, starting yeah. in the NFL right now.
0: Oh, yeah, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Aaron but Aaron Rodgers' worst game this year was, you know, he... Oh, if you remember that drubbing by Tampa Bay. Yeah. Where he had... <laughs> where their offense had 107 passing yards. Yikes. That Not
1: for, was... That will problem. never happen to Mahomes.
0: And he threw two pick sixes. That was... Not good. Yeah, Mahomes really has yet to have a game like that. And really the close they came was that Indianapolis Colts game last well, year. I'd still
1: say the Super Bowl nineteen. Well, it was well, nineteen guess, to
0: fourteen. Which uh, well, the yeah, only time it's, this, it's, only time Patrick Mahomes hasn't scored twenty points. That's true. Once. because they lost nineteen fourteen and but Mahomes, still hasn't
1: lost by over one score.
0: Right, Mahomes was hurt there so. Uh, moving on from the Patrick Mahomes angle there. Let's talk about the flip side. We don't and normally in this chief segment we don't talk much about the other team or what they're doing unless they're a divisional foe like we talked about the Raiders last week. But I want to talk about the flip side and this is the guy that everybody loves to talk about and you know what we're going to do it anyways. Um I want to talk to you do you think that Tom Brady returns next year or do you think do, do you I, this is two. this is kind of a double question. Do you think Sure. and and should he are different questions, right? So right. I want you to answer both of these. But does Tom Brady return next year, or should he call it after this year to avoid a fate similar to Peyton Manning? So
1: I think that Tom is competitive enough, and I think he's playing well enough that he is gonna come back next year. He's not playing insane, but he's playing at the level that above the level that we saw Drew Brees this year. Like right. Drew Brees was just Lame ducking passes, but we saw Tom Brady can throw a deep pass against the Chiefs, which was actually I didn't think that was possible. Right. But he he got the arm strength and he put that on target. But we have seen him missing passes that he shouldn't miss, that we saw against the Chiefs. He threw some overthrows. He threw them some, them some at people's ankles. But I think I don't think it's whether or not of should. I don't. I think Tom Brady is the one that's going to decide that. And for that reason, I think he is going to end up coming back next year. Oh, well, unless mean, barring some injury.
0: I mean, Tom Brady has 100% earned the right to decide when he comes back. Um, but the thing right. about it is, we don't know when it's going to happen, because with, like, because or if it will happen, maybe maybe Tom Brady does come back next year and plays great. But if we look at what happened with Peyton Manning, nobody saw that coming. Absolutely, right. nobody thought he was going to drop off a cliff that hard. Uh, Peyton Manning, 2013, that was the historic season where he went uh, 5400, uh, fifty. 5,477 5, yards, 55 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That was his 2015, right. 2013. Most touchdowns anyone's ever thrown. Uh, 2014, it was 4,700 yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Absolutely no problem there. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost, but they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, then Peyton Man's 2015 happened. 2,200 yards, 2,250 yards, 9 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. And you know they obviously, win the Super Bowl that year? Yes. His corpse got dragged to, I I've got that written down. His corpse got dragged <laughs> to a Super Bowl victory. And well that was his sec and that was his second Super Bowl and he kind of really needed that to be up there in the top three debate or the top five debate. Uh right. with Tom Brady's six, you can't really debate him right now. Um right. but Peyton Manning, you know, he, he got that second one that put him in the debate. But uh, in that 20, you know, but what was talked about, not talked about as much, you know, obviously he had a little higher interceptions in that 2013 season. I mean, that 2015, 14 season compared to 2013, which was the record breaking year. But everybody yeah. just thought that was normal regression. He threw, he, he, but here's the thing. he had a 2.5 interception percentage, which is fairly high. Uh, I wouldn't even tell you Mahomes because it's like disgusting. It's like .2 or .3. It's it's (laughs) insane. It's definitely, Mahomes has got to be the lowest interception percentage that we've ever seen. But Tom Brady's right now is at 2.1. So I think I'm very worried about Tom Brady hitting that cliff because if Tom Brady didn't have such a good surrounding team with him right now, it would be much worse if we didn't have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronk and OJ Howard and Cameron Brait and Bruce Arians, the offensive master. That's something that people, that people don't talk about. And that great Tampa Bay defense.
1: That's something that people don't talk about Truman. In my opinion is mm-hmm. how Tampa Bay legitimately has three tight ends. That could probably start on a lot of squads. Yeah. Okay. Cameron Brate And then OJ Howard, super underrated. I don't know how OJ Howard sneaks under the radar, but I, I rate uh, OJ Howard very highly. And then Mm -hmm. I I honestly don't rate Gronk that highly, but I mean, just to have those three on the same roster is kind of ridiculous.
0: Well, Gronk's like number four or five for tight ends this year in receiving yards. I was looking at the all-star. I was looking at the pro bowl. Really? I was looking at the pro bowl voting today and that was the thing that showed was yards. So obviously, yeah, but like Darren Waller's in in
1: second place with like 600 and Travis Kelsey's in first place with like 1100. Well, like 900, but
0: yeah, but still point stands. Um, well, and we'll talk. We'll get to talk. I'll get to talk more about them later. I don't know how much you're going to talk about them later. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, but Tom Brady's showing the rust. He's he. We saw where he forgot the downs. We saw that he just hasn't been the normal clutch Brady. Right. Um, you know, he, he skied that ball. Uh, was that two weeks ago when he just skied his receiver when they needed to come back and just threw a terrible yeah, interception. interception? Yeah. But on the flip side, uh, you know, Drew Brees is. I I would have to guess is done after the season for sure. If we even see him again,
1: all signs point to everybody like one believing one that
0: we're seeing Drew Brees come back this this year. But I don't think Drew Brees is coming back next year.
1: I think we just see him for like one appearance and he plays poorly and then it retires. I think it's like a retired amid, halftime. Kind of amid
0: a mid-season retirement. No way, no way. Drew Brees would at least play a few games if he's playing next year, and I don't even think he'd retire. I that's the thing about the Saints. You know, he brought them a championship. He has been the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints have been Drew Brees for so many that's years. That's true. But there's no way that we're gonna have
1: able. to. We're gonna see some real interesting when he leaves. Do they? Do they? You think they give the keys to James?
0: <sighs> it's very interesting because they played Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill threw for under 100 yards last week.
1: Yeah, because they're running like the wishbone.
0: Yeah, right, because Taysom Hill isn't a real quarterback. You can't play NFL offense like this. They played against a, def- a Broncos team that <laughs> that had a quarterback who started who had a .1 rating, .1 quarterback rating.
1: He's a wide receiver.
0: Yes, I know, but still, that's but that's why they won that game. Um, it's, I think there's a rude awakening coming when they play the Chiefs and that they realize that Taysom Hill isn't the answer. Here's my bold, bold prediction is when the Chiefs play the Saints, we see Jameis Winston play. Because really? they knocked Taysom Hill out of this game.
1: Ooh, that'd be they gotta, fun.
0: They gotta call in the reliever.
1: I'd be I'd be okay with that.
0: I'd be very interested in that. But I'm not Jerry Sinead, you can get two more picks. But Drew Brees, so Drew Brees probably done. But uh the thing about even that Peyton Manning year where they won the Super Bowl, is Peyton Manning sat for like eight regular season games. After that Chiefs game where he remember so he had the Chiefs game, he had to pass the guy for yards. He needed like fourteen right. yards. It took him like Four possessions, he threw like three interceptions. It was a terrible right. game for the Broncos, but he got the record. Everybody cheered, and then the Chiefs continued to absolutely stomp him into the ground. Right, absolutely, dick slapped him, and Paid Manning basically sat from that game until Week 17 and played, and then he played through the playoffs.
1: I still don't understand how they won that Super Bowl, man. That's just so ridiculous.
0: That defense was really good. It was really <sighs> good, but and Cameron and Cam Newton didn't dive on a fumble after the sack. I'm just kidding. Who cares?
1: Oh, okay. cam okay. Slander.
0: All right, all right. But speaking of good defenses, the chief Chiefs' defense did look a lot better. It felt a lot better, did right? Did they? This, I, I felt it. I felt like they did. I, well, I was driving during this, so I had to listen to it. But it felt better. It felt like a lot more pressure. So I thought the Chiefs' defense felt better. So I'm going to still ask you this question, even though it seems that you might have just answered it. But should we still be concerned from what we... From what we saw the last two weeks, or are you feeling better moving forward about this? Season?
1: So I'm more concerned than last week. I don't think that we got that You're much more pressure. More concerned? Yeah, I mean the 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 Bucks have like a number one line. So the fact that they didn't generate that much pressure wasn't that concerning to me. Um uh, They did generate pressure
0: though. They hit the QB six times.
1: Yeah, they hit
0: Derek Carr like
1: once. That's true. Maybe. That's true. I don't know. I just, mm, I don't know. I mean, I, I really put that game on like one pass. That, that touchdown that should have, that McColl dropped or Mahomes missed, whatever one, you know, whatever yeah, theory you yeah. subscribe to. That play basically opened the door for the Bucks to come back in. If McColl catches that and takes it to the house, the game's over. Like, right. But all, I don't know. I, I'm more concerned about the end game play calling again from Andy Reid than the defense. I mean, two straight three and outs with a chance to just literally take any score and win the game. Like that's not eh. they not still a fan of not throwing to Kelsey after he dominates. You not can't
0: say that they didn't put the game away when they did go down and put the game away eventually.
1: Yeah, but they could have done it like two quarters earlier.
0: They were up big. They were up so big and. The, the Tampa Bay was just doing nothing against the defense. So I don't hate that Andy Reid closed the playbook there. And I was and I was even going to say that. Part of the offense only scoring seven in the second half because they seem to close the playbook. I mean, and, and we've seen this from Andy Reid before where uh, they get up big and then they just close it and then it com- comes close and everybody goes, whoa. And it's like, yeah, but they could have reopened some plays if they really needed them. But they realized that they didn't need to have these plays in against
1: the Yeah, team but right. Truman, it took a, a third and seven scramble from Mahomes to help end the game. Like, that's not the situation you want to be in. That's part of Mahomes'
0: offense. That's part of it. That's, <sighs> that's not... What, are you saying that if, if, if instead of a third and seven Mahomes scramble, if he threw, uh, instead, he threw it to 10 yards to wide open Travis Kelsey, you'd feel better about it? Is that, is that what you're telling me?
1: No, but, like... That's silly.
0: That's silly. I'm I'm still a
1: Chiefs fan, Truman. When I see these end-of-game situations when it's getting close, I still get nervous. It's in my blood, dude.
0: We've flipped back all of a sudden. You remember this? Remember when when I was doomsday when we were undefeated, and you were hating it? And now that we've lost, I'm like, okay, we found the problems. And now I'm like, it's fine. We're all fine. Everything's steady. And now you're doomsday This
1: is such an odd... What are we? Uh, <laughs> this is it's this what is we just, do here and on Dom. That's true. Okay, right. One of us is scared when the other one's not. Just for the sake of content, and, and, but it's and, not forced. So. I
0: mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, we're not faking this. You know, this is my actual feelings about it. I fuck you. You can you can solve your stuff. You can have the <laughs> other opinion. I'll put my actual opinions out there. But no, yeah, no, <laughs> I, no. I I am legit. I don't know. No, we're legit. No, this is getting enough pressure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I felt that he had a lot of pressure. I mean, and, and part of that is that they did have two interceptions and, oh, and, oh my God, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that nobody tweeted out about me, about how that interception by Tyron Matthew bounced off of Daniel Sorensen's head because he just <laughs> I, to be I, I, I was looking for you Titan. in discord
1: and you weren't there. And I was, I, uh, I literally ran downstairs to get on discord to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey, Joe, look who it bounced off of.
0: <laughs> the goat helmet, the goat. Uh, but
1: I mean, I'm still That's concerned.
0: Obviously, the defense had two interceptions inside the red zone, and they still barely held on by three. So, if you don't have those right. red zone interceptions, you know this game could could have ended ended different. But at the same time, if they have those two red, if they don't have those two red zone interceptions, maybe the play calling's different. So it's mm, yeah. the Chiefs definitely get conservative with their lead well, because they don't because there's no style points in the NFL.
1: Well, I think it all literally revolved around that one throw that Mahomes missed. Uh, to McColl. Like if that's a touchdown, that's a 90-yard touchdown and the Bucks go fuck. We're down by 24 and the game's over.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You you take a 17-point lead into a 24-point lead halfway through the third quarter and you think you're done. But, you know, and and they the Chiefs still did their random thing where they didn't allow any touchdowns in the fourth quarter in the third quarter.
1: Yeah, I don't, almost, I don't know what that's about. It seems like, yeah, and the Chiefs didn't do much in the third quarter either. So I don't. I, uh, it's crazy. That's weird. That's a like. We all talk about the halftime
0: adjustments by Andy Reid, but have we talked about the halftime adjustments into the third quarter for Steve Spagnuolo? Have we talked about it? We haven't discussed it. Maybe well, he's they, the true king of the uh, king of the all right, locker
1: room. All right, talk about talk about those real quick. While I pull up some stats on your ass. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh, you're pulling up stats on my ass. Oh, Yes. All right, so uh, Tyron Matthews seemed to play a lot better. He put a lot of the loss on him last week. On It was on Tyron Matthew, he said. And he looked like his effort wasn't very good these past few weeks. He looked a lot better. Sure. And also part of it was, if you remember that Mexico City game, which was the game after the Titans game last year.
1: Oh, you mean the one that Daniel Sorensen won? for the chiefs you the know what i pick. saw that
0: i saw that play again by the way today <laughs> from the mexico city because i was re-watching some of the super bowl stuff it, because it came up when i was trying to re-watch this chiefs game
1: A great pick just reached up and took it
0: just i want i want you to know that was the <laughs> easiest pick ever
1: oh he had, no! he had total he had
0: total inside control and philip rivers threw it short trust me i thought that might have been daniel sorensen's best play i thought it was actually tough. Holy shit! They threw it at his helmet, and he caught it right here. And he, you, th- you thought he jumped up, like, snagged it from a guy. No, it was the easy. It was insane. Nah, dude. Go um, play, Goat shit. But, but they said they. Tyre Matthew quoted last year that in that Mexico City game they felt like the defense finally started to click. So, you know, and obviously that was week eleven of Spagnolo's scheme, and now we're in week twenty eight of Spagnolo's scheme, but. Maybe it's something about just parts. having this. Well, no, there's not a lot of new parts. This team returned 20 of 22 starters, but yeah,
1: sure. But but you had you right, had, had down out for a while, that. and Sneed got injured, and you know, right.
0: We got Ogba back, and I'm telling you, I think I think this is an underrated part. But I think that second defensive end makes a huge difference for this. You mean defense. Okafor, right? Is Ogba gone? Is Okafor the one? Yeah, Ogba's the
1: one that's gone. Okafor's here because Okafor right. has so, the shotgun god
0: celebration. God damn it, and god damn it, and I and I. I flipped it earlier in my mind. I was like, "Wait!" <laughs> I was like, "Wait!" Okafor's playing. It happens. Off, I did that I was like, "No way!" It's the other way. Okafor came back and he played much better this week. And yeah, you got I, a shotgun I, I,
1: celebration, and, and Romo didn't know what it was. Right, and
0: <laughs> I think he and I think he increases the. I think having a solid defensive end on that other side increases it more. I love K. Pass. Oh. oh wait, yeah, did I you hear about that? You're in the having car. Having Okafor. What? No, I didn't.
1: So when Okafor did a celebration, uh, Collinsworth and Romo they didn't know what was going on. They thought he mm-hmm. was like that was like binoculars for bird watching is what they said all right like guys body right. shot all running. right you got <laughs>
0: stats you got stats to own me here
1: oh yeah i, sh- I sh- i'm wondering uh you said that in the second half the defense played better but they gave up 17 points in the second half uh, so i sh- i said in the third
0: am just my i'm just memeing about the third quarter we're talking oh. about Steve Stagnolo being we're talking about the third quarter they're they're not allowing any touchdowns that I was mostly oh, talking okay. about Stagnolo right. just all being right. a uh, locker room god for the meme because of uh, the third quarter there. Yeah, no, obviously they played they played worse. I don't know how you could look at seven and then seventeen and then go well seem about even honestly.
1: <laughs> well, they were on the field a lot longer. The Chiefs didn't have like very many offensive drives, so that could be a play factor as well.
0: Right. Well, and this defense could have been tired. The Chiefs did score those touchdowns quick.
1: Yeah, seventeen in the first quarter.
0: Yeah, and it was it was and, and one of those was a seventy five yard touchdown. I don't you right. know. You've played, I, I, you've played team sports before, but you didn't play football. But man, I even played offense. And sometimes you sit down and you're like, long drive, nice. And then they kick off the ball, and the other team fumbles it on the on the kick return, and you guys get it, and you're like, mm, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> so it's like, god damn it, I'm so tired. And You go back out there, you know. And that's, you know, part of that plays into the defense. But yeah,
1: that's one thing that I wanted to ask you about is that. So people always talk about a tired defense staying on the field. But they never talk about a tired offense for the same thing? Like, is- it's well
0: because turnovers for the offense is a little more hype. It's a little more cool, and the offense can control the pace.
1: Yeah, I guess like
0: so. you can slow it down if you have to, but you can also speed it up if you have to. And it's and the defense is much more that that at the end of the day, the defense is much more at the will of the offenses at the offense. Well, because they've got to think a lot more, pace. I guess. Yeah, well the defense, yeah the defense has to call play and hope it's the right one. They have to guess what the offense is doing. But at, oh, and but speaking of that, real quick, either way, just, it's all about it's all about the pace. Yeah,
1: and real quick, just like a little aside, did you know that like chess players like lose weight during chess tournaments because they're thinking so hard?
0: It's the same thing with gamers. Uh, gamers get have such high adrenaline or have such a high heart rate because they're focusing so hard and everything is scaring them and they've got to be on high alert and all this stuff that they also lose weight.
1: That's crazy. So, Maybe I should know, incorporate that into my weight loss
0: plan. More video games into the weight loss plan, <laughs> I think. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. As long as you're playing them at a high level and knowing you, definitely, definitely a very high, high Thank you. I appreciate all it. Right. All in all, I think it's a good Chiefs win. I think it's a solid win. It gives me a lot more hope. I think they're figuring it out. Tampa Bay, we'll see if they make the playoffs. Romo, Romo, the prediction god, called it. They said they're going to be back here. They said Chiefs, Tampa, Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, there's no way. There's no way Tampa's making the Super Bowl, but uh, you know, well, see, NFC in, NFC in, West in Ro- team is making the Super Bowl. Sorry,
0: in Romo we trust. Oh God, dude, I don't. That's the thing. I, the NFC is just not. Nobody They're, is. Nobody is head and shoulders above anybody this year, and especially in the NFC. I don't well, know. Well, no. Who's the, whoever the
1: wins NFC. the AFC Championship game is winning the Super Bowl handedly. So.
0: Yeah, I guess. We,
1: I think I, I think the Chiefs have...
0: are gonna. I think the Chiefs are gonna turn it on here in these last few weeks and really show you show you what the fuck is up. In week seventeen rolls so. around, I think awesome. we're all gonna. I think we're all gonna know what what's going down. And I think As I, I think the I think the Steelers are gonna drop too. But it is just about that time. Owen, give me your AFC South team of the week.
1: Yes, sir. Okay, it's it's really um, it's quite clear. We probably have the same AFC South team of the week. Um, we generally do. This is the team. Uh, They finally had the game, Truman. They had the game that we were talking about. The game that we said whoever wins this is going to have their foot on the gas pedal to take control of the AFC South. Mm -hmm. And the Titans dicked them down. It wasn't close. It was kind of ugly. The Titans smacked the Colts, and their defense was nowhere to be found as the Titans scored 40-plus. So the Titans are my AFC South team of the week, man. They look good.
0: Right. A little consolation prize to the Houston Texans taking care of Detroit on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, yeah,
1: Sean Watson. Two, by cute. the way,
0: two terrible games on Thanksgiving Day. That was awful. Yeah, holy shit. That sucked so bad. Um, but uh, well, the Washington Dallas game wasn't too bad, but you know, one, who gives a shit, and two, it, you know, the end score ended up they just blew them out towards the end, right? Like, after pick six, after pick six, or whatever. But uh, yeah, so obviously the Titans are the team of the week in the AFC South uh, again, consolation Houston. But I want to take this time to complain. I want to complain about the Indianapolis Colts, Owen. Okay. Do you know what I did on my Sunday morning? What I always did do. Did you bet
1: on the Indianapolis Colts, Truman?
0: Well, yes, in a way. So, uh, a way, for the, for those who know me, me I'm am I'm, I'm a bit of a I, I'm a bit of an NFL better. I bet on the NFL. I bet on the NHL. I bet on a, a lot of sports, but mostly the NFL and the NHL. But uh-huh. when the NFL, uh, I post my picks we uh, uh, on Friday on twitchtv machine, Me, and my dad. Uh, do Steam versus Machine. He, my dad is a professional handicapper. I have mm-hmm. a betting formula that I call the Machine, and we do head to heads based on that. We do five picks each week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all the other picks, plus those picks, I post onto uh, www.rollingwiththemachine.com. If you want to look at uh, sports betting picks, you can go there. And uh, But one of the things I do with the Rolling with the Machine on Twitter, on CG Sports RWTM, get all the plugs in right now. Um, but one of the things I do is I always post my noon parlay, which is I I bet the money lines on I pick the money lines on every single noon game, and I parlay it. You know, I I hit it I hit it a few weeks back. I place I normally place five dollars on it. I won thirty five dollars on it. It was great. But this week I had an eight way parlay, and it oh, was no. and it was plus forty eight hundred, and so. Oh, God. I laid $7 on it, which means that I would have won $330. And, well, here's the teams. Uh, The Falcons uh, beat the shit out of the Oakland Raiders. I had that. I was on that. New England upset the Arizona Cardinals. Not many people had that, but I had that. I also bet that game outright anyways. Uh, Patriots win in overtime. Or right at the buzzer. No, I think it was overtime. Uh, Giants and the Browns win. I had a parlay. I had an eight-way parlay that featured the Giants winning and the Browns winning, and they both won. Uh, both both held on there. Giants oh, beat no. uh, Cincinnati. They didn't cover against Cincinnati. Browns beat Jacksonville again. Barely held on there. The Vikings. The Vikings were down big time. They rallied and won their game. The Bills had whatever the hell that game was against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, and they barely and, and they almost blew it there towards the end. In uh, Miami. I bet on Miami against the Jets. They got their Fitz Magic back and they and they beat the Jets down pretty good. So the one team that oh. I needed was the team that had already beat the team they were playing this year at that team's home stadium. I'm talking the team that is tied for the lead in the AFC South, who we think oh. were, was a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So what do they do? What did they go and do? They shit the bed. They oh, shit no. the bed absolutely. I'm upset. I bet $7 it would have won me $330. It would have been great. I would have made my year. You know what? 2020 has been bad. It would have been the best year of my life <laughs> if I hit that parlay.
1: If you hit one parlay, if you're a $300 richie.
0: Man, fuck the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Titans, Team of the Week. A- Indianapolis Colts, you're dead to me this I'm week. I'm
1: sorry, Truman. That's rough.
0: You're dead to me until next week when I bet on you guys again.
1: <laughs> well, because your spreadsheet still views him as like Number five
0: team, yeah. Yeah, they're still I mean, they're still a solid team. They should have won that game. But, but they, they just, got clapped,
1: dude. They got clapped Yeah,
0: they, well they really dug themselves an early hole and they looked like they were gonna rally. They were only down like twelve and then they just didn't they just ran out of time. Just but well. So fuck the Indiana- Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> so going from another shit division, um <laughs> <laughs> moving on to to another uh division that we don't know where anything's going on. Uh Owen, I gotta ask you the weekly question. What the fuck is happening in the NFC? Well,
1: Carson Wentz is having like the worst season of his career. He just looks terrible, but I mean, he looks I don't lost, totally blame dude. him because their line has disappeared and it is so shit.
0: That's true. He's
1: I think he's the most pressured quarterback in the league, more than the Jets, which is impressive. Um and then uh, Washington has Alex Smith, dude. Alex Smith doesn't have losing seasons. So, I mean,
0: yeah, since he's taken over, what are they two and two or two and one?
1: Uh, yeah, I think they're two and one.
0: No, two and two at least because they lost to the Giants and then they. Well, lost. I
1: mean, he doesn't go under five hundred, so you yeah. know they obviously had to clap the, the Cowboys obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and and you know the Giants won their game too. It was a close one, but they got their win, and the uh, the, the Cowboys lost again. You know, obviously. So it now looks like a two-horse race for uh, Washington and the Giants. But once again, it's the NFC East, so anything can happen. Still, this is any team's <laughs> division to lose, and they're all under five hundred by at least three games.
0: Right. Yeah. How are you feeling about your your under under five and a half bet, Owen?
1: Uh, for the Eagles, I said no. over, right?
0: No, for the you said for the no, you said under for the division for the division winner.
1: Oh God, I, I, I'm not look It's not looking too good now because they're be all tough. against one another. It's not looking great. It's gonna be tough. Um, Some team's are gonna get at least six. It looks like I'm losing that uh, that five dollars.
0: Yeah, uh, Carson Wentz is five from the bottom on the uh, from in QBR, or he's 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 fifth from the bottom. Yeah, the four quarterbacks below him are not the um, are not uh, not a murderer's row. It's uh, Nick Mullins, Nick nice. Foles. Wow, that's surprising. Drew Locke and Sam Darnold. Those are the only Wait, four Trubisky's quarterbacks. Wait, Trubisky's
1: above those guys? Damn.
0: Uh, Trubisky doesn't have enough snaps to qualify. So oh. wh- who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, just as far as ESPN's current QBR rankings go. That's uh, what we call not good. Yeah, Carson Wentz is having just an awful season. But yeah, you're right. He is running for his life. Um, the biggest question here moving forward is that obviously – this is an absolute shootout of powerhouses here. Of course. Between Washington and the New York Giants. Of course. The uh-huh. Washington football team and the New York Giants. So, what could have a huge effect on this race to the Super Bowl is Daniel Jones' hamstring injury. Uh, he went out mid game. Colt McCoy came in. Colt McCoy came in. Uh, that
1: name is still around? I wow. didn't know
0: Colt McCoy was still backing up somewhere. And the answer is the New York Giants. And he won the game for him. He came well, in. I thought he and was. He won it.
1: Backing up for the Redskins, what happened to him with that? Well, they're not the Redskins anymore. The football team.
0: Cringe. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So Colt McCoy is now playing for the playing for the Giants, and he has to race his fa- former team, the Washington Football Team, if Daniel Jones isn't able to go. They did say Daniel Jones has avoided a major ham- hamstring injury, but he's but he still is injured and is going to have a hard time. And you know, Colt McCoy is their guy for right now. Apparently,
1: is, dude. Apparently. Yeah. And Alex um, Smith is
0: their guy. This is just going to well, be, the, it's, it's a terrible division still. Well, Don't the football me wrong. team
1: still has the sub team has to go worst to first. And with the Cardinals shitting the bed, it seems like Washington has to take it for the worst to first, German. So they have the worst to first magic going on. So it seems like they have to.
0: My pick? My pick? Is going to go worst to first?
1: I thought you picked the Browns to go worst to
0: first. No, no, no. My hot take was the Browns are going to win the AFC North, which, you know, again, they're not. But I did say they were going to beat the Ravens to win the AFC North. I mean, they still could. The the chances are never zero. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Did they go 12
1: Did they win their 12th? Who? Steelers? The Steelers?
0: No, they're 10-0. 10-0, they they play tomorrow against the Ravens.
1: With no Lamar. Oh,
0: Wednesday night! Yeah, and no running backs. It's awful. Um, <laughs> speaking speaking of the Ravens and the Steelers game, I want to talk about the eliminated playoff team of the week. Oh, and oh I wonderful. have the Baltimore
1: Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> You're not That's gonna lose
0: Well, I told you last week. Uh, you know, you you had to eliminate either the Dolphins or the Ravens, and the Ravens have basically forfeited this game. I mean, they've moved it. They've moved it from Thursday night last week. This is supposed to be the night game on on Thanksgiving. To Wednesday, if the Steelers win this game, they should riot, or if the Steelers lose this game, they should riot. Because, That'd be hilarious. Because they they just keep on moving it for arbitrary. Like it, like they're supposed to play Monday, and then it got or and then it got. They're supposed to play Sunday, and then it got pushed back to Tuesday. And then Tuesday there was snow. There's supposed it's to be a lot of snow in Because they're trying to have the
1: stars available. It's it's pretty obvious.
0: No, I mean, I mean, but there's also snow, so it's hard to fly to Pittsburgh, and they're not going to make somebody. They're not going to make enough NFL, t- NFL. Dude, team that would be the most Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh
1: thing ever for them to lose.
0: Right. So now both those teams, and this is going to be an interesting fact about how this Pittsburgh team responds, is that next week, now they're playing on Monday night against the Washington football team.
1: Oh, g- <laughs> oh, oh,
0: that match. would, oh, that would be so funny. Oh my gosh! The team choke the, the one seed the, to well, actual, Alex Smith from the absolute shitter division. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. So, but last week we talked about it. Either you had to eliminate either the Dolphins or the Ravens. The Dolphins won this week, which I mean they're playing the Jets. So if you lost, if you gave the Jets their first win, you deserve not to make the playoffs. Uh, right. And number two is that Baltimore is with this loss, they'll get knocked down to six and five.
1: La- and the Raiders also six and five.
0: Yeah. Right. But I still th- I think the Raiders are a better team. The Raiders actually had a lot of people hurt this week when they played Atlanta, and Baltimore. It depends how long, how big of this, uh, how how big the effect of the coronavirus is going to be on them, to right. see how long they last past this. And then, uh, the other part of this is that, it's like, it's they're just not very good. And do you
1: think the Texans could possibly sneak into a wild card spot?
0: No, but sorry, and and the other factor about this is that. If they have to keep on delaying this game, there's always a possibility that the NFL adds an eighth playoff spot, which then the Ravens would be in
1: play for. You know, that's that's a lot of fun. You know, it's gonna happen. they you know they're adding that eighth playoff spot.
0: I think there's an eighth playoff spot. You know,
1: out. half the NFL is making the playoffs this year. Half.
0: I think there's gonna Ridiculous. be a week. I think there's gonna be a week 18. At some point, I think they're eventually gonna. Because I, I don't know why
1: they just didn't do this
0: already. They have three games on Monday night this week now. So. If they get positive test on Saturday or Sunday or something, for any for any of six of those teams, they're screwed.
1: And you know, I get why they US didn't right do now. the week eighteen already because they don't want to give that bye week. Right. But they should have done it, man. They should have just done it.
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Maybe eight playoff teams. Maybe week eighteen.
1: Who's your limited eight playoff team of the week? I also have to go with the Ravens. I mean, <laughs> it looks like they are going to forfeit it. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to go with the Raiders looking absolutely terrible turning the ball over every time they touched it against the Falcons. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, actually, I am going to go with the Raiders. I feel like that the, the the Ravens are a way better team when they have all their pieces and they're going to get all their pieces. But Derek Carr is still turning the ball over like Derek Carr. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to swap to the Raiders. I, I Do I think the Raiders are a better team right now? Yeah. Am I a little bit more afraid of the Raiders than the Ravens? Honestly, yeah. Yeah. But the Raiders got a Raider, dude, and so I'm going to eliminate them from the playoffs this week. Yeah,
0: they, they look to be imploding again because that's what the Raiders do, baby. Is, what, right about the time they're, they're, uh, their fans start to talk shit, they uh,
1: – Yeah, right yeah. when Raider Cody starts slinging out tweets, that's when he goes downhill for him.
0: Yep. All right. So that was Eliminate Playoff Team of the Week. Owen, you want to move on to your – Is it is it a damning play or a doming play? This it's
1: week? just a doming play because uh, I kind of feel bad for him because he was having a decent season up until this point. Uh, it's my homie uh, Jared Goff. You you can't throw an inter- interception for a pick six on your first drive of the half. Can't do that if you want to win the game. And it especially can't go for a big man TD against a very heavy defensive end. So yeah, it's, it's Jared Goff's uh, second pick, by the way. Third turnover because he also fumbled. And of course he's on my fantasy team starting, always.
0: And and they lost that game at the at the buzzer on a last second yeah. kick.
1: Yeah, and you know it's funny because Robbie Gold did miss one at the end of the second quarter, so the game would have been over already if he would have just made that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of problems there, but yeah. really
1: funny stuff. Having the NFC West, every team imploding at the same time when they look like they're poised to take the division lead—super great.
0: That's the thing is the NFC West. We thought was the best division in football, but you know those teams are all good, but none of them seem great. Like the Seahawks drop to bad drop games to bad teams you know and we you know the the rams lost to the 49ers and the right but Cardinals that's just the best are...
1: that's what happens in the best division of football they all just beat up on each other it's kind of but like what we talk but
0: about but they're not beating up on each other they're, lo- they're losing to bad teams I mean San Francisco beat somebody sure but
1: yeah I mean we're just talking about it like we talk about the big 12 you know like just because like the chiefs are kind of like the SEC like smack all their garbage ass teams one team gets close but that's it and then uh, uh, the NFC West kind of like the Big 12. All really good teams. All would be top two in a lot of other divisions. But they have to play each other. So their divisions, their score, their record is deflated. Gosh.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So that's your dommy Play of the Week is the Jared Goff pick six, uh, which was eventually uh, lost. In the eventual yeah, it's pretty loss bad. You can't do that on the first drive nice. of the half. No. That's a bad way to start. That's a bad way to come out. All right. For my Spotlight Player of the Week, uh, I don't know why I keep on ending up picking players from the Chiefs game, but this guy has to get a shout-out, Tyree Hill, Obviously, Monster. you know, absolutely massive day. Uh, we don't really talk about fantasy that much here, but 60, 60 points plus, 50 to 60 points somewhere in there for your the fantasy teams. League. Yeah, pretty pretty insane, pretty crazy day. Um and it shot him out, shot him up. He was number one at the end of the game yesterday, but he is now number two. DK Metcalf did pass him on Monday night.
1: Why don't they guard DK Metcalf? Dude's 18th in, in grabs, but first in yards because apparently they just let him do the deep ball every time.
0: I mean, he's a good deep threat. And Russell Wilson, I mean, I've said this before, and this is a hot take, especially coming from a Chiefs fan, but I think Russell Wilson throws the best deep ball in the NFL. I, Patrick Mahomes throws a good one, but man. He's
1: a 75-yarder.
0: If you watch, but Tyreek Hill had turn around. If you watch, if you watch Russell Wilson, man, he just fucking, he drops them right in stride, right in the bread basket. It's, it's a chef's kiss almost every pass he throws. All right. I'm just, again, Mahomes is 1B, but I think Russell Wilson is 1A. And I was like you. I'm like a lot of Chiefs fans where I go, oh, oh, fuck you. No way. Patrick (laughs) Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball 80 yards. Yeah, but the thing is, is Russell Wilson can throw it 65 yards within a window that's one feet, one foot. And yeah, Mahomes does that sometimes, but Russell Wilson does that more often. Than well, Mahomes.
1: I'm not about to call uh, Russell Wilson like Lamar Jackson or anything. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't do that to him.
0: No, of course not.
1: Of course not. Imagine having an MVP season where you throw 39 touchdowns.
0: All right. Uh, couldn't, but this
1: be, is- uh, couldn't be Russ, though. No MVPs, lol.
0: But what this is is this is my time to tell you that Tyree Kill is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and that's Bucks. it's hard to tell. It's it's hard, right? Because is you it? you immediately well because you immediately think well DeAndre Hopkins or you think Mike Evans or you think Michael Thomas, but those guys are all built the same. Tyree Kill is such an odd build, or or Devonte Adams. Sorry, shout out to the I know Gnome Kings don't really in the chat talking about the Green Bay Packers, but you know, also <laughs> Devonte Adams. But those guys are all the same type of receiver. They're tall. They're long, they're gonna jump up, they're gonna make impressive catches, but Tyreek Hill isn't going to excite you with his with his height or his hands. He's got he's got good hands, but he doesn't have great hands. He's got he's got fine hands. But he right, just he, Julio hands. he just produces. The man is is he's just that fast. And yeah. sometimes being that fast makes you the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, Well,
1: and also his route running is just like people say. Well, he can't run routes now. He can, and he's showing us why he's the number one wide receiver because he just put up two hundred yards because of his one his speed, which make which dekes everybody into thinking they have to cover it, and then he just flies up the field past you with a you know when he gets your hips to the inside and he's gone. It's exactly. I mean,
0: he everybody talks about how you know again like he didn't run routes, but that was like his first year he ran okay routes. Now right. he runs great routes. And you could say well he had he only had 269 yards cuz he caught the ball for 13 times on on Sunday. But that's an that's average of, of of over 20 yards per reception, which is just <laughs> which is just insane. And he does that a lot. You know, he's only had 4 games this year where he didn't average over 10 yards per reception. And he, the man is just consistent. He also hasn't had a game under 3 catches this year. And he's only had 2 games at 3 he catches.
1: He hasn't had a game under 3 catches?
0: That's yes. I'm looking. That's at surprising. It. And he hasn't. I don't. I don't think he's missed one this week this year, which is even better because you know we've had those. We've had those years where he's missed a few and it's kind of upsetting. But, right. Yeah. He's he's been able to stay healthy and, and look what That's we're exciting. Seeing. We're seeing a th- already a thousand yards and also Travis Kelsey is number three by the way on that list. He's coming. He have a on thousand his, yards yet? No, he's at nine seventy eight. He's coming up on his sixth
1: straight thousand yard season. Fifth. Fifth. It's is it? Four, is, four is tying the record fifth is I record. thought it was
0: four two years ago and then last year was fifth which was unprecedented
1: no and because when people talk about Travis Kelsey being the best they go oh Kittle's only been in the league for two years
0: yeah so it doesn't matter it's
1: four it's four straight for Kelsey
0: well but this one's five this year's five
1: yeah this year is going to be five
0: okay alright you're right alright
1: once he catches 22 more yards in his next catch
0: yes so yeah, he's just t- tra- Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in football, probably. You know, he's he's not going to ever be remembered as the greatest tight end during this period, but he's been, which sucks. Like people are going to say Gronk, and then Gronk retired, and they're going to say Kittle. Uh, they the better not that, say Kittle, dude. Only morons. Should Travis Kelsey's getting just he's going to get overlooked. I mean, it depends how. Tra- it, well, it depends if Kittle comes back and actually plays well next year. That'll be the real tr- uh, truth, if whether or not how we look at Travis Kelsey moving forward. But Travis Kelsey, I mean, he should be a Hall of Famer, and he's gonna be. You know, he's had this this many seasons. He's maybe one or two more seasons away, and you know, odds are he's gonna get another Super Bowl before he's done. So right,
1: if he gets another Super Bowl, he's that that Super Bowl wins really help you out in Hall of Fame voting.
0: Right, and of course we had Tony Gonzalez, and then we had a few bad years of tight ends, and then we'd go to another Hall of Fame tight end.
1: So. Hey, Anthony Fasano was serviceable.
0: He was serviceable, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't Tony Gonzalez. Tony no, Avery? No no ring of honor, no ring of honor, yeah, for Dropmetrius Harris or
1: any of those guys. Um, hey, Demetrius Harris caught the Hungry Pig right touchdown, so.
0: Sorry, Incompletrius, sorry, my bad.
1: In- Incompletrius Harris.
0: <laughs> All right, Good uh... Yeah. So that feels like a good spot to kind of leave up the leave out the leave the football what uh, leave the football content. There that, that's the word that I've decided there to you use. Go. Uh I want to move on to the top 10 of the week, Owen. And you know, we've done some heavy topics here in the last few weeks. We've done mm-hmm. countries to visit. We've done haul your favorite holidays. We've done mm-hmm. Thanksgiving foods. That was a big one. And, that was a big
1: one.
0: You know, I wanted to bring us back to our roots where all we talked about was food for a long all time. Right. Our Very first nice. like Five top tens were all food. Have we so, done top
1: ten fruits yet?
0: No, that could be one coming. Well, that's up. another one to do. We do that mean, one. but you know, looking at me and you, uh, just 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 out of college, guys. You know, we don't. I don't know if we have a top ten fruits, but I know what we do have a top ten of sugary cereals. Oh, and give hell top, yeah, baby! Give, oh, give you your top ten cereals.
1: All righty. Okay, so I personally don't think the cereal is that good, but I had to put it on my top ten because if I left it off. I would be hanged in the street um my number 10 is lucky charms i really don't think lucky charms is all that good but everyone's like oh i love lucky charms i just eat the marshmallows well that's why it's number 10 because the whole cereal has to be good you can't eat a third of the cereal and then not eat the rest so lucky charms 10. uh the next three i like to call the trifecta because they're all delicious um and they're all from the same kind of brand so, uh, number nine is Frosted Toast Crunch. Have you ever had that? It's like a vanilla e. It's like a vanilla e Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's good. Oh, okay. And at number eight, I have Chocolate Toast Crunch, which is all, similar to Frosted Toast Crunch. We're just, our, we're
0: just working our ways up to Toasted Crunches? Yeah, because number seven is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs>
1: wow. Because <laughs> it's the best one of all of them, obviously. Okay. Sure, sure. And, and if, as you know, if you... Uh, Went to K-State and you ate from the dining hall. Cinnamon Toast Crunch with some uh, Call hall chocolate milk is delicious. (laughs) It's different.
0: I'm going to talk about that as well. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Good, good. Because it deserves to be up there. Uh, Number six, I have Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is really a solid great breakfast cereal, in my opinion. Number five, I got Honeycomb. This one from my childhood. I ate a lot of Honeycomb as a kid. It's great. Uh, Number four, I've got... um... Wait, what did I... Oh, yeah, Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs at number four. I've probably personally eaten 40 boxes of Cocoa Puffs. That was, like, the cereal I ate growing up. Uh, Number three, I've got Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Just turns your milk a really nice flavor. Great in Rice Krispie Treats, if you've ever had a Fruity Pebbles Rice Krispie Treat. Um, Really good. I
0: I don't know if I ever had, but that that sounds good. Dude,
1: it's really good. You should try it. I'm sure that's uh, great. Yeah. Number two, of course, uh, has to be top two on everybody's list. Uh, would be Reese's Puffs. Um, I think everybody should know the Reese's Puffs rap as well. I mean, for oh, us oh, kids, Orange Truman, I know flavor. that we know probably every word of that because we heard it like every single day watching cartoons.
0: Reese's then, Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Thank you.
1: Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. You. And then number one, I've got Cocoa Pebbles, which just—I don't know—I just—I really like Cocoa Pebbles. It's similar to Cocoa Krispies. I, I think you could make the case that they could be swapped out for one another, but I think that Cocoa Pebbles is superior. So that's my number one.
0: Nice, nice. I love it. Give me, give me the top ten. 10 to yep. Yeah.
1: So number ten, Lucky Charms. Number nine, Frosted Toast Crunch. Number eight, Chocolate Toast Crunch. Number seven, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Number six, Apple Jacks. Number five, Honeycomb. Number four, Cocoa Puffs. Number three, Fruity Pebbles. Number two, Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor, and yes. number one cocoa
0: pepper. This Just very interesting. I'm very surprised that you had all those crunches in on there, and that you had the best crunch variety so low. I can't the toast crunches. Sorry, toast crunches. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you had all that you had three variations of the toast crunches, and that you put the best one still so low. Because obviously you you have some affinity for these, oh. for these toast crunches. It's pretty kind of it's kind of crazy. So yeah, um. All right, all right, so we'll start with my top 10 now. Uh, I want to start, number 10 is also kind of one of those for my serial. Hey, sorry,
1: sorry to interrupt real quick. Uh, I just got reprimanded by my brother for not having Captain Crunch on there, but I don't think Captain Crunch is all that great. Captain Crunch,
0: Captain Crunch is... Uh, it's I'm fine. sure we'll get to it on your list. You do not get to it on my list. Actually, you know what, I'm going to... Okay, 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 so pops actually is uh is Whoa, gonna pops. be that's a good one pops was gonna be my number 10 but i'm actually gonna move cappy crunch in there but let me talk about pops for you just shouldn't a second.
1: do that pops is better
0: pops is one of those where it's not but it's not that much better they're kind of weird they're just a weird texture but for me it's this a should. lot of childhood i don't know why that was one of those things that like because my parents weren't a big sugary cereal fan uh right, family were mine but like My number three on the list is, like, the one that my mom would allow that I could convince my mom, like, this is healthy. And she was like, "Mm, (laughs) sure. But that'll be my number three on the list. But, yeah, so Pops is one of those that we had. But, like, looking back on it, it's not very good. The texture was very weird. But they're not bad. But number ten, it's the Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. That was like – it was like the Reese's Puffs if you didn't like chocolate and just wanted the peanut butter. It was good, and it's better than anything that else that Captain Crunch has to offer, except for maybe the Oops All Berries, or whatever it was, that they were like, oh, hey, nobody likes the shit nobody likes the shit cereal that scratches the roof of your mouth and makes you not want to eat, continue eating the cereal. So they're like, so you know what we're going to do is we're going to put just the berries in there. And then they said Oops like it was a mistake. You know goddamn well that was on purpose because you put it in a box. I know that wasn't Oops <laughs> All Berries, and I'm on to you, Captain. Uh, number nine. Is Fruit Loops? I'm surprised Fruit Loops didn't make your list. Another oh, one that just leaves a yeah. good uh, flavor in the cereal. I probably
1: should have had that on my list. I do like Fruit Loops.
0: Yeah, another one that had just a, leaves a good flavor in the cereal. Uh, I think it's the Superior Loop one. I was watching this thing about about Apple Jacks versus Fruit Loops, and uh, Apple Jacks is they're basically the same thing, uh, right. similar to like Frosted Flakes and Corn Flakes. They just put sugar on one of them. They like right. Apple Jacks is just like they just dust it on. Uh, they just, just the apple cinnamon flavor onto those loops, and then that's what becomes apple Jacks.
1: Are they made by the same company?
0: Yeah. Oh, Kellogg's. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's that's a conspiracy theory. And Fruit Loops
0: <laughs> actually are all the same flavor. You might think that Fruit Loops taste different. Wait, really? Yes. If you close your eyes, oh, they're that's... all the same flavor. And it's called Fruit. F R O O T is the official right. flavor of Fruit Loops. But. Fruit Loops, number nine. Number eight, s'more cereal. Again, a a staple. A staple at the K-State dining halls. Oh, man. Again, if you put chocolate milk, dude, that was my favorite dessert. K-State dining hall cereal with Call Hall whole chocolate milk, or it was 2%. Whatever that milk was, That is that, like, you know, I might have gained 20 pounds in college and then lost it. You know, I went up a lot. But, you know, I went – I probably gained Mm – Fifteen or sixteen of those twenty pounds off of that, yeah. off, off of that cereal, and then the other, so good. The, the other four to five pounds is off of the ranch that I would add to my grilled cheese or uh, two bowls every breakfast. Pizza. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, number so that was number eight. Number seven, Cocoa Puffs. Again, just a solid ball cereal. I like my ball cereals, but mm-hmm. not. But we don't need to talk about it. Uh, number <laughs> number six is Frosted Flakes. You know, I think it's an yeah. underrated one. It's very it's very calm. It's very boring, but I think it's just a very solid flavor.
1: You know, I and probably it's... should have put that on my list as well. I do like some frosted flakes.
0: I think you know, and everyone's like, uh, you know, you don't think about frosted flakes as being the cereal. I wanna go pick up some frosted flakes. But like somebody has frosted flakes and you have it, you're like, This is a good cereal. I like frosted flakes. What happened? Uh, number it? number five is fruity pebbles. Again, mm-hmm. like you already mentioned the good you know, I don't give a shit about soggy cereal. I'm not that big of a like a texture guy. You know, I don't really care. Uh, I like it. They're you know they're always soggy, but I like them. Uh, mm-hmm. Cocoa Pebbles again, chocolate cereal probably better than fruit cereals for me. But again, I love I love the pebble formula. Uh, number three, and this is the one that I teased earlier. Number three is Frosted Mini Wheats. It was the only one I could convince my mom that as a kid that they were healthy enough because the, you know because there were there were pockets of wheat. They were right. shredded wheat, basically, plus a little bit of sugar. but right. And everybody loves to shit on frost mini wheats, but frost mini wheats were good. And, you know, oh, yeah. th- that was my childhood cereal, and they don't have the weird, whatever texture of pops. But, yeah, it was, it was frosted, a lot of yeah, pops. And frosted mini wheats. And frosted, are and frosted mini wheats. Yeah. Uh, did you, but, have you
1: ever had the strawberry frosted mini wheats?
0: Yeah, all the, all the variations are very good. There's like a blueberry muffin one. Also oh, pretty really? good. Yeah. Yeah, except I, I didn't put all three variations on my uh, cereal. Top ten. Because I'm not a lunatic. But. <laughs> number what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Number two. Uh, another puff cereal. Reese's Puffs. Again. A classic jingle. Reese's Puffs. Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Yeah. What's it's got to be in your pair top. What's
1: that pack of that punch?
0: <laughs> top three. Top five. I mean. I, I've never met a person that's. I think my roommate also was. I think. Actually my roommate was like. really like Reese's Puffs. And I was like. Well. You suck. <laughs> he's, he's actually a great roommate But besides not liking Reese's Puffs the most But his number one cereal Is actually probably now my number one cereal I kind of slept on it But I also had it in the dorms It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch It it's is cinnamon Toast. Toast Crunch. cinnamon Toast Crunch And especially in, in with the chocolate milk That's yeah. a weird one Because you don't think it, Cinnamon Toast Crunch doesn't make you think chocolate You don't think cinnamon right. needs some chocolate But legit Cinnamon Toast Crunch Chocolate Milk was just a perfect – it was dessert. I mean, it was awesome. Just
1: attend to K-State and have chocolate milk from Call Hall. It's it's worth it. It's worth going there.
0: Somebody in my chat posted about a 1,000-calorie meal, talking about this, you know, you get two bowls of cereal with that Call Hall chocolate milk, which is probably fair. It's probably close. But I want to tell you, dude, at at points – there was that points in in college where I was eating like a 3,000-calorie meal, like – Daily. Oh, yeah. Easily. Alcohol, easily. I'm like, how do I gain weight? Because I I, I would go, if if you got a single cheeseburger through the line, you could also get a grilled cheese. So i go, cheeseburger, grilled cheese, and then fries on the side. That was like 800 calories easy. Then i go, side of ranch, that's 200. We're at a 1,000 right now. And then I would get, like, I would even maybe have milk to drink for dinner, which is like another 500 calories. We're at like 1,500. If they put out fresh pizza... They oh, yeah. once they got new Kramer and his fresh brickstone pizza. Oh, oh my Kramer. gosh! Cool. Oh, oh, well Truman.
1: Yeah, like, come to think of it, like so that's yeah. that's
0: another six hundred calories, and then another two hundred calories worth of ranch through there. Now we're at twenty five hundred. Then we're doing dessert cereal, where we're at you know adding another eight hundred calories. I mean, I'm talking twenty five hundred to three thousand calories a meal. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I, was, I remember because I get that
1: sandwich and I get mm-hmm. bowls of cereal. Maybe mm-hmm. a piece of pizza, and then maybe even some pasta if it was good pasta, dude. Yeah, yeah. And maybe even a burger, like, dude. Oh yeah, if the burger line so short. Much.
0: Like sometimes you get food and you'd be walking back to the table because, but you got one food because the line was long at the other one, and you walk back to the table, and then the line short, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" So then you go into <laughs> that line, and then oh my god, so oh. much great food. Oh, get that unlimited meal
1: plan, boys. It's worth I'd, It's worth it. Yeah,
0: get the unlimited meal plan. Eat at your dining hall. For some reason, sophomore year, like every other meal, we ate out. Which right, is just stupid. We all had Thinking the dining plans, and we'd all go, and we go, whoa, we don't want to walk over to the dining hall. The dining hall was like a quarter mile away. <laughs> yeah, right. Like because we didn't, because we were, we were both honors house kids. We were both in the nerd house. We had to walk across there. But yeah, uh, it was just, it was, it was hard. Okay, okay, it was tough. But uh, okay, Myla's ten to one. Uh, peanut butter, Captain Crunch at number ten. Pops with the honorable mention, number eleven. Uh, number nine, Fruit Loops. Number eight, S'more cereal. Number seven, Cocoa Puffs. Six, Frosted Flakes. Five, Fruity Pebbles. Four, Cocoa Pebbles. Three, Frost Mini Weights. Two, Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs, and one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We the both forgot Oreo O's. Oreo O's is like because they got like banned like halfway through, and then it yeah, was true. like our childhood. And but you know the reason Oreo O's went away is because they weren't actually that good. They were fine. And then it was like, oh, I miss Oreo O's, and it was like, and then Oreo O's came back, and you're like, oh, these are. Dude, Oreos. I thought they were great.
1: I ate like all of fucking Braden's Oreo O's in the house, bro. <laughs> I ate all that shit.
0: They were fine, but they're not a top ten for me.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: I just, you know, I didn't eat enough of it. Um, okay, so that'll do it for pretty much the normal content. We'll do our pop culture minute, but before, you know, we got to do the plugs. Uh, of course, I've been Truman Steen. I can found on twitter.com slash steam machine or twitch.tv slash steam machine or uh, YouTube STM network, www.RollingWithTheMachine yeah. another Twitter account at cgsportsrwtm. You can she find me everywhere, over. baby. I'm all over the place. <laughs> and if you need steam machine, it's S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. And I've been trimming steam, of course, joined yeah. by Owen Dom. Owen?
1: Yeah, I've I've been uh, Owen Dom. Uh I go by Domination Seven on Twitch. That's D A H M I N A T I O N Seven and Owen Gosh domit on Twitter. That's O W E N G O S H D A H M M I T at Twitter.com. Nice. So yeah.
0: And he's you know, he's he's active.
1: not as widespread as Truman, but I'm getting there. I'm getting he's there.
0: Active on there.
1: Yeah, we'll get you selling <laughs> picks,
0: we'll get you on to some other podcasts. We'll get to, we'll start spreading out. We'll put you on the YouTube. Uh but Owen, uh, what do you want to talk about today? What's your pop culture minute? <sighs> yeah,
1: I don't. You know, I'm kind of cycling in between two. So if you want to go first, I'll decide in between my two. I gotta check my note here.
0: Okay, this is an odd one I want to talk about. Uh, but today, the Spotify raps came out. Uh, Spotify rap, which which is the they one did. where yes, which oh, is shit. where gotcha. the one where. Uh, you know, it Spotify gives you a report on basically all the things that you listen to over the year. Um of course, my top podcast was the Dom that's true podcast. That of
1: course, was. it's duh. Uh,
0: you know, but just a, a quick shout out to Spotify. Just giving us kind of that information. It's very simple data data analytics, and they're not always perfect. Like I've heard that it only counts the songs that you like click on, which would explain, like, I've got Weird thing, it, it's like you have to search and click on it. So, like my number two was like Show Tunes, because if I if I'm at work, I would search and then play a a playlist of Show Tunes or like a a, a whole musical because it helps engage my brain right. and stuff.
1: Dude, so my, yeah, I'm why not it, I'm not dude? trying to
0: find excuses for why my number two is Show Tunes. Don't get me wrong, I like you know, I might not look like it, but I enjoy some show Show Tunes every now and again. And they're just kind of upbeat they're, they're always nice you know it's kind of good vibes at times um number one rap number three was like modern rock or no number three was country like contemporary country number four was pop and then number five was like modern rock so you know bad. overall not bad uh young bay was my number one which is what you're listening to right now as we're talking we do, we play rainbows by young bay and I accidentally played the actual wrong intro song onto the Spotify, and uh, it was also Young Bay, though. Uh, I mean, onto this podcast, this mm-hmm. this time. So, but it the was legend also himself, Young, Young
1: Bay. Bay. No Bay. DMC strikes from him.
0: No DMCA strikes, so he's great. But that was my number one artist. Yeah. You, th- you figure out which of the two that you want to talk about for your pop culture minute.
1: I did. Okay. So I'm ready to give it to you. What I want to talk about is kind of a topic near to my heart, and it's about driving. And it's something that really pisses me off when I'm driving. And that's people that tailgate your ass, pass you, and then go slow right in front of you. Fuck you. You're a bad person. I don't want to see you on the road. You're... you're, I can't explain why you're like this, but it's got to stop. And first of all... And those are these these are the same people Truman that tailgate your ass two feet behind you like really dangerous pass mm-hmm. you and then there's a red light and you pull up right next to one another, and then, well, then and then down. and then you pull up next to them and you're like looking at them, and they don't turn, and you're like yeah, yeah bro we know yeah. I know you were eating my ass oh, up yeah. there, and then and then the light turns green and they're like squealing their tires like ah! you know trying to prove a freaking <sighs> point stop it, get some help, <laughs> stop it. Get Studies it. show. That driving like 10 miles an hour over the speed limit never gets you to your location more than about two or three minutes faster. Even well, it on depends. The
0: of course, it depends how long you're going. and it's Right. Also, if you're
1: like, going across thing. country. Yeah. And you got
0: to hit lights. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah. So basically, slow down. Stop being a jackass. And fuck you. I, also, I hate it, it. Stop.
0: And the underrated part of this is also set your fucking cruise like even like cruise is, if you have a new car, cruise is smart enough to, that you can turn it on on city streets and it will it will adapt to cars or you can you're able to turn it off you're able to adjust it 3 or 4 if you want to or right. you know click up 2 click down 1 whatever but turn on your cruise i mean i set my
1: cruise all the time
0: it's insane that people are driving on the highway without using cruise as someone that just drove that just did 2 14/13 hour drives in 2 weeks it's Amazing when you pass somebody and then all of a sudden they're coming back and I'm like I'm on cruise so I passed you and got a fair amount ahead of you and then you've decided to just speed up Right. but also during this I did want to say that during these past two weeks I did have one of the most embarrassing moments that I've had driving is my buddy we play a lot of Rocket League on the Twitch channel here and my buddy sent me a collab that the NFL and the Rocket League are doing that they released an announcement, and I was watching, and I was looking at it, I was reading this article, the light turned green for my turn, and I didn't move until I looked up, and the light was yellow, and I was the one car that got to go through. That was... <laughs> Amazing. ...probably one of the biggest asshole, most embarrassing moments I've had driving. <laughs> you
1: know, Missouri and, drivers.
0: But on the bright side, it was only one person. So, Uh-oh. there was only one person behind me, so I didn't let down, like, the whole team. But, uh... Did they hog it? that... No. I that's like I don't know if I just can't hear it in my car or something like cuz I don't listen to crazy loud music. So right. maybe they just didn't play it or whatever, but I mean, you know, I don't I didn't hear him honk. So but I'm also not a honker. It takes me a while to honk. I don't know, are you a honk at the light kind of guy? Um yeah, but I'm not like
1: like a lot? like my, my I have an old Toyota, so my horn's like not really oppressive like new horns are. It's like a it's like a really weak horn. Yeah. And Depending on how hard you press it, you can obviously honk louder or quieter. And so I have a really soft honk that I use for people at the light. It's like, hey, bro. Yeah, if, you just,
0: if you just hit it, if you just tap it. It's not a terrible honk.
1: It's like a thunk. Yeah. And people are like, oh, okay. But, yeah, uh, that's what I do. Never, I'm, n- a, I'm never a slam on the horn kind of person. It
0: takes me a lot to honk at people while I'm driving. I just I don't have that much hate in my heart. And I, I even tweeted it out. I said I don't get road rage, but I do get road peeved. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I do use the horn. I never get off topic, but I, I do use the yeah. horn like, because I've been in enough situations uh, of accidents that aren't my fault or where people aren't paying attention where I've almost been in an accident. Like yeah. that I've had to, that I'm not afraid to slam on the horn, like to, to like scare somebody into realizing they're about to do something. I'm, I'm not afraid to do that.
0: I feel that. Oh, I've been Truman Steen. That's been Owen Dom. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of Dom. That's yes, of the Dom. That's true. Uh, And if you made it this far, of course, we appreciate you. And, you know, hope to
1: see you next week. Uh Uh-huh.